Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Lauren. My man. My my dude, your voice, bro. Listen, we're recording this the day after the Detroit Improv Festival. I went hard as fuck Friday night. I told myself, Saturday, I'm going to take it easy. And I did. I drank water for like the final three hours. I I closed my tab. I was just drinking water. Woke up this morning, still sounding a little rough. But we're, listen, new metal waits for no man. No. And we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So today we are talking about Lifer and their album, Lifer. Talk all about these guys. This was a listener recommendation and we're checking it out. But before we get to that, we have to talk about a new segment that I'm so excited. We For some reason, we didn't talk about this. It's a little old now, but it's a new segment called Which Member of Corn is Holding a Roach Coach T-Shirt? Which Member of Corn is Holding a Roach Coach T-Shirt? Which one? And the answer... <laughs> you really had the easier <laughs> job. <there>. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the answer is Head from Corn. Ding! Pictured holding a Roach Coach T. He was on the Good Company with Bowling, uh, with our friend Scott Bowling, and I screamed when I saw this picture in my house. I screamed out loud because, really, it's what we've been building up to, right, guys? Is getting a member of Corn to hold a piece of our merch? Uh, it, yeah, it, it's that, and then the Limp Biscuit. Uh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, the Limp Biscuit one's the other one. Yeah. So yeah, very exciting. I sp- spoke to Scott and thanked him for showing head our shirt and telling us about the show apparently if you're not familiar with scott's show they record they do a video uh in his basement and he his has youtube channel's you- awesome collection of his interviews are there yep and he's interviewed sonny from pod and head and uh, many other people and uh some of the guys from islander and so uh he had head over his house and uh, he was wearing the roach coach tee and he said head was on the other side of his basement and he went what's roach coach what is it? Wow. And so Scott told him about the show. And direct quote, he said, sounds cool. Sounds cool. All right. Why All right. haven't we put that on something yet? <laughs> Head says our show sounds cool. <laughs> so, yes. Congratulations, us. Oh. We did it. We did it. We did. We the did. concept of our show sounds cool to Head from Corn. <laughs> there you go. He's probably never heard of that, but God. the concept sounds cool. I'm going to tell you right now. Yes. When I was 20 years old, you were like, the year is 2019. <laughs> You're sitting in a basement with two people you don't know. You're excited that someone from Corn likes your podcast that you do about new metal. You're still not married. <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But I'll tell you what, it's nice. It's a good life. It's a good life. It's a <laughs> good life. Occasionally, I do just think, like, <laughs> what would what would I say if I went back in time? To the like, year is 1999. <laughs> yeah. A young me is watching Total Request Live. <laughs> I appear to tell him, see that guy right there? One day in the future, he's going to say something you do. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Scott. Thank you to Head. And, uh... Yeah, check out Good Company with Bowling. Absolutely, check it out. Check out the YouTube channel. The HR interview puts Scott to the test Mm. because HR from Bad Brains just keeps going. Yep, 
<laughs> like he, Scott is so expertly keeps going. Oh yeah, he keeps pushing, even though HR is like giving him nothing. He's like, "We're doing this. I'm gonna get something out of this. I'm gonna work. He's working. I'm gonna work. Yeah." Uh, we and uh, we have another great segment. It's called "Who's Emailing?" Who's emailing? Who is? Uh, Jenny, we got an email from Marco. We did. Marco sent us an email. Subject: New Metal. There we go. Apt. Apt subject. <laughs> Marco says, "Hi there. I write you from Italy. I found times ago your podcast. Sometimes I listen to it. As my email address suggests, to you I've started to listen to New Metal with Limp Biscuit at the age of fourteen. I was listening to punk music and other rock band, but it's not the point. I was impressed by your podcast name because I was in a new metal band at the age of 15 and so on. And I started as a second singer. And I remember a few lyrics of the song we were playing, such as I've mistake a roach for a coach. I'm rapping because I've durst in my head and my cock is limp and I'm ready to sink yet. <laughs> um, since then, I started to collect new metal albums, MP3, flack, vinyl, and all the time trying to create my personal new metal canon, uh, the same you're trying to do. Also reading on the internet, looking for new metal on YouTube, LastFM, Wikipedia, Spotify, Tidal, and so on. That's why I want to thank you, because you're helping me to define my favorite kind of music. I've got my personal rate, your music, and want to share it with you. I own most of the album on this list as CD or vinyl. He sent a very extensive rate your music. Indeed. Um, he says, we have similar album in the canon, others not, and maybe you can find some new suggestions on the list. I didn't put the list, uh, the new Fly album, because I'm thinking about to put it in or not. The same about Sev album, All These Dreams. Then a question, should we consider a few Tool songs as new metal? With the band, we're playing the cover of Parabola. My band's name was Drone. After my first experience as second vocal, I've become the DJ in a band, and we chose a girl as the second voice. Very progressive. Uh, we recorded a self-produced LP a few years ago that I put in SoundCloud. I share it with you, the link. Maybe you'll find some new metal songs. And why not share it on the podcast in case? Let me know. Thank you for reading my email and for your effort to keep new metal, to keep alive new metal music, Marco. Thank you, Marco. Thank you, Marco. I have to say, you. you put together, if I tried to write somebody an email in italian oh my god we wouldn't get far yeah. uh thank you very much hey babblefish help me out yeah you yeah. yeah. would be reading it like huh yeah um to answer your question i don't think any tool songs are new metal i would always go into is it a papa much more than is it new metal indeed Indeed. Has anyone listened to the new Tool song? I didn't have 48 hours to listen to it. Oh, no? You didn't. You weren't <laughs> able to carve out enough time? I mean, you just just tell your family, listen, I'm not going to see you for a little bit because there's a new Tool song I right. need to listen to. <laughs> uh, which is, no exaggeration, 10 minutes long. I know. Yeah. I, I, Tool's okay with me always. Like I've never been a super big fan. When I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, there they are. The way you say that, as if tools, so someone went to tools and said, "Are you okay with Matt and us?" <laughs> like, yeah, we're okay with him. Yeah, we'll be good. <laughs> we're good. We're wow. boys. Wow. So yeah, Marco, thank you so much for the email, guys. We got to talk about this. No one feedback. No one feedback. Elric messaged us and he said, "My local radio station totally did the Who's on next bit with these guys back when they were doing the Pledge of Allegiance tour." DJ said, are you ready to see Slipknot system? No one. Caller, yep. DJ, whoa, you don't want to see anyone then? 
And uh, he said, all right, album, but the we only had five songs prepared facts sticks out for sure. All right. Luis says, as someone who got into new metal in the early 10s, I can say no one is one of the bands that you find after getting into more low-key popular bands like Nonpoint, Chimera, or Flaw. Chemical is the only song, probably because of the video, that stand out from other bands. Jeffrey Thomas said, these fellows were always the bridesmaids. I must have seen them open for four different bands, and not a single song stood out for me to this day. And he looked up what the shows were. It was Kitty and El Nino, Fear Factory and Dry Kill Logic, Slaves on Dope and Drowning Pool, and Ozfest 2001. Fear Factory, Dry Kill Logic. A pretty hot show. Activate the pit. Activate the fucking pit. Yeah. And then Jeffrey came back and says, just got to the part where they all died. Now I feel real bad. Just want to say I always loved you, no one. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, Mike Hoverluck said, ah, so this is what new metal would sound like if you gave it a lobotomy. Neat. Side note. Shots how- fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Hey, he must have not gotten to the part where they all died. Um, <laughs> side note. How about the mix? Lauren's best part that I agree should have evoked something sounded super hollowed out and empty, kind of like no one even played it. Hashtag truth. Hashtag dad puns. Take it. Wow. Lars has plus one to side project month and this overlooked gem from Fieldy of Corn. And uh, that is Fieldy's Dreams. Are you talking to me? Is that correct? That is correct. That is from Fieldy's um, rap solo album. So Lars is saying side project month. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. We have talked about it. We have had conversations. I forget. We even had like a catchphrase for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did. What? I don't it, know what it was. It's something or is it vanity? I yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I have it written down somewhere. But you know what? Maybe sooner rather than later. I mean, Matt. I mean, every day you're just like, I want to spend a few hours listening to Fieldy solo album. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, remember, remember his all bass album that we listened to like a couple tracks from and you were like, I'm going to go throw myself into a fire pit. Right. But the thing is, I do think there is a specific character. I mean, real human being that's alive and well. Uh huh. That would really want to hear something funky. Oh, no. Wow. Wow. We bought Sprint, baby. Oh. We did it. Oh. FTC said it's A-OK. Wow. Funky Ken is back with the force, man. Wow. I'm feeling pretty good. My floppy dick. Uh, <laughs> what? You're what? He's got a floppy dick. He's got a OK. No, no, no. no. Hey, man. Come on. That it's ain't fine. funky. It's fine. It's OK to have Get up a on the good dick. foot. I'm talking about my wiggle wobble outside of the store. Oh, that's right. That's right. His his outside wiggle wobble with the floppy dick. Right. That is attracting so many customers. <laughs> so much foot traffic, as you've said. A lot of parents saying, please put it back. Yeah. Well. But they all leave the store with the new subscription to T-Mobile, baby. John Legere is my hero. Gotta go. Bye, Funky Ken. Bye, Funky Ken. Maybe you'll hear me later. I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> over on Twitter... RJ Yeager said, what the hell? I don't even own an iPhone X and I've never searched for or visited the declutter store. Yet this shows up on my feed as a sponsored post. I blame (gasps) Roach Coach. And indeed, on Instagram, he received a declutter store sponsored ad. Whoa. Declutter store. Do we use it as a tag? I've never used it as a tag. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. Big brothers always watching. They're listening through your phone. Or the declutter store listens to the show. Thank you. And they're like, their face point. Their face. Never mind. Old man Noss is going to shut up now. All I ask is that they share the show (laughs) with other vendors on eBay. Share it with World of Books. (laughs) Share it with (laughs) all of them. Let them know. Yeah. All right. And uh, last, what do we got, Jenny? Uh, Quentin England says some more obscure ones here. And he sent us a picture of a bunch of albums for us to check out, um, including No One uh, and Pressure 4 or 5 that we've done already, but also Amen. Um, something called Speak No Evil. Welcome to the Downside. I've never heard of that one. Hello. This is one called Polkas. I think that's what that is because we're looking at the, the spines here. Uh, and something called Out Exposition and Stuck Mojo, Declaration of a Headhunter. People love the stock. All right. Well, that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting, Facebook and Instagramming, or send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, Lifer by Lifer. Jenny, when did this album come out? Uh, this album was released on August 14th, 2001. A day after my birthday. Wow. Mm. And in the thick of it. Wow. Well, there you go. Jenny, start with you. History with Lifer. Well, we'll get to it. We have heard a Lifer song mm. before. Okay. Uh, it was when they were under a different band name mm. called Driver. Mm. Uh, that was on one of from Compilations Month. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that. But other than that, nada. How about you, Lauren? Uh, same, yeah. Besides uh, hearing them under a different name during Compilations Month. I'd never heard of these guys. Matt Nas. Same here. It seems like a... This are we going to talk about this band name? Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about this band name. You want to talk about it now? I it just seems very generic, right? Am Wh- I wrong? This is their third their band. third name. Their first band name was Strangers with Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their second band name was Driver, and then they were Lifer. Okay, <laughs> this does feel like f- we're fucking Lifer. I don't care. Just yeah, we got to get this record out. I mean. And it's it's funny because it never seemed. I don't think any of those names are great, so it's not like even like a, a Snake Nation to Seven Dust situation. Well, the first yeah. one feels like they're a Marilyn Manson esque, yeah, band. Mm-hmm. The second one is just we're hard hitting rock band, mm-hmm. and Lifer is like, are we in prison? Maybe, you know, aren't we all in a bit of a prison? Maybe that's what they're going for. But they were originally known for performing covers of acts including Cold Chamber, Cypress Hill, Deftones, House of Pain, Corn Limp Biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sublime, and Tool. And they entered MTV's Ultimate Cover Band Contest and quickly became a fan favorite with their covers Take On Me, Gorilla Radio, and Nookie. There it is. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, this is from the Wikipedia. The exposure helped the band gain fans all over the United States and also caught the attention of the music industry, the record industry in 2000. What was going on? Because let's this, this next part of the sentence, Matt, you're going to fall off your fucking stool. <laughs> on July 10th of 2000, they signed a six-record contract with Universal Music and Republic Records. Wow. Six. Republic Records, Universal Music was like, I hear six records here. 
Yeah. We are all in on Lifer. We're doing it. Um, Jenny, who's in Lifer? Uh, we've got Nick Coyle on vocals. Uh, on turntables, we've got Tony Krusega. We've got Aaron Fink on guitar. Chris Lightcap on drums and percussion. And Mark James on bass. There you have it. Genre tags. So there's no Wikipedia for this actual album. But on the just Wikipedia for the band itself, it has their genre tags as alternative metal and new metal. Mm-hmm. And Jenny, producer on this album. That's going to be Alex Lifeson. Whoa, Lifeson. <laughs> From the band Rush. Jenny. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, How yeah. about that? How about that? That's pretty good. Um, so I uh, was uh, looking around for a little bit about Lifer, a.k.a. Driver, a.k.a. Strangers with Candy, and I found in the Wayback Machine... An article from their high school. This is their high school newspaper? I think so. Their high school newspaper, because they basically got signed right out of it. The article is called Award-Winning Band in Driver's Seat. And it was written by Brandon Pfefferkorn. And corn is spelled K-O-R-N. There it is. Amazing. And the first line is, kicking ass. Oh no, that's I'm sorry. That was the photo. That was the that was the caption underneath the photo of the band was kicking ass, and then it lists all the members of the band. It's very much an article written for a high school newspaper, as they talk about all the guys are like uh, alumni with uh, Susquehanna ties, and they're boys making good, making good on the dream, and uh, they uh, they talked about why they wanted to work with Alex Lifeson, and they said that. Um, we wanted a player rather than just a standard producer and said that the band expects to, quote, sell a couple hundred thousand more copies of their album because of Lifeson's reputation as a musician and performer. He added, he can only do so much with our songs, but he helped to clean all of them up. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should mention Tony, the DJ, is also known as DJ Worm. <laughs> and I love a worm. A uh, little fact about Nick Coyle, yes, the vocalist for this band. Mm-hmm. He is currently and has been since 2017 the lead guitarist in Cold. Whoa! <laughs> Just so you all know. Wait a minute, <laughs> Jenny. Is it possible that Scooter <laughs> and this guy could come to the wedding? Come to the wedding at this point. We, I'm getting RSVPs from people I've never fucking heard Jenny, of. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> Nick knows Alex. Oh, this could be my... The, and this Alex, could be your Russian. And Alex knows Getty. Right. I'm Getty saying. knows Neil. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But Neil won't talk to anybody. <laughs> so I'm just saying maybe... Man, wouldn't that be crazy if Jenny got a rush reunion... At her wedding. Oh boy. And cold facilitated it. What a what a journey. <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> you know, Getty Lee was recently in Detroit and he was doing a book signing, but the tickets were fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. If I had to like meet a bunch of assholes who are gonna be like, oh that one uh, and then like I would probably charge I think I think it was actually more than fifty dollars. I think it was like a hundred or something. 
so much money. And you I was like, I don't want to. I think you're right. Like the stereotypical Rush fan is someone who like would know in an encyclopedic level of Rush nuance. Yes. That I'm sure Getty's like, uh-huh. Yeah. So you want to just take this picture then, please? Yeah. I, uh, I've oft been accused of not being a true Rush fan because I couldn't like pick apart the minutia of like yeah. the Vapor Trails album. I'm like, get out of my fucking face, you heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow. So the connections here are wild. Yeah. Uh, it's all connected. Oh, man. Uh, this album, I do have a physical copy here, was a big thrift. Got it from the Declutter store. Declutter coming through. Four dollars and sixty-eight cents. That's a good price. This album art. What does this guy got? Like a where, where we got it? At? He's got a oh. barcode on his face. Jeez, it's right in front of me, and I wasn't even looking. But he's it. in a black room, so it's like a light. Yeah, yeah. Like they did a cutout. Yeah, I did a cutout, and uh, the band. There's a band picture on the back. They're looking uh, pretty. They're doing those uh, kind of like. Get wild with your poses. So somebody's going to lean back a little too far. Somebody's going to lean forward just a little too close. You know, things are going to get a little, uh, just a little twisted. And also it's one of those things where they've put so much weird distortion and filters on the photo that they could be literally sitting on like a sofa and like a family room. But right now it looks like they're in like a dark, I'm dank getting, place. I'm getting hard dystopian vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1984. Everything through a CCTV. Listen, man, they just want to put a barcode on you and track you. All right? Freedom ain't free, baby. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. If I don't hear a Wake Up Sheeple song on this record, (laughs) I'm going to feel so betrayed by this album art. Oh, yeah. It's definitely begging for people to wake up. Uh, Sheeple, rather. And, uh, <laughs> and they don't have the lyrics in here. They just have select lines from the songs just scattered throughout. So. I do love that. I love a good like confidence in your excellence. Yeah. So it's so it's it's like they went through and they were just like, Nick, that's p- the one. Pick your favorite lyrics. So he's just like, Oh yeah. Some people look good on their knees, but you look the best. That was the best lyric for the Got song. Him. Leave him. Got him. Wake you know? up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, even the big look kind of small. Did I just crack it wide open for you, Matt? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, All right, let's do it. Let's listen to some songs. Let's listen to some songs. Uh, the first track on this album, <laughs> I am not at all pulling up the track listing right now. Oh, My Room? Yeah, that's the first one. I have it right fucking in front of me. Uh, my Room. <laughs> Gotta warm up the lifer machine.
That's pretty new metal, you guys. It's very That's new metal. Very new. Very new. Tony metal. is cutting them up in there. Oh, listen. dude, DJ Worm was in my ear hole. <laughs> oh my god, was he ever? I was like, oh, this this dude. This is this is the thing I like. You get the ba- you get the produ- well, I'm sorry. What does Alex do in Rush? He plays guitar. Okay, the guitarist in Rush. They get him in, and he's like, listen. I like your singing. I like the guitars. I like what everybody's doing. But this DJ, I need more from you. Yes. And I bet you he was like, I did not expect the guitars from Rush to want more DJ. Yes. DJ Worm will give you more scratches. I think Alex is like the wildest member of Rush. Like he and mm-hmm. his son, I, I believe, uh, got into like a bar fight in Florida and stuff like that. Like I just imagine that you'd be like, I think DJs are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he's the only member of Rush to produce a new metal album. Unless Getty's got something hidden we don't hey, know about. It's Neil, not too late. Neil Peart's new metal album is really esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, why don't you go produce the next Seven Dust? Just mix it up for us, okay? I mean, they're basically retired, so you know. They've all got time. So I actually kind of liked this song. Yeah. The the smooth boy vocals almost graded on me i think it sounds good mm-hmm. um but i i actually liked the song more than i was when i first heard the vocals i was like oh fuck me I you and me both this. i was like real nervous yeah, and it, but it, it turned around for me so i enjoyed it and while i don't know what this song is about someone has an idea on song yes meetings. yes do yes. you want to read it or uh, you can read it okay stepped on bitch uh says I think this song is about an ex-girlfriend that just uses the shit out of you until you can't take it anymore. You love her so much and you do everything you can to be with her, even though you know she uses you. (laughs) I don't know. LOL. That's just what I get out of it. (laughs) It's very specific. And thank you. Thank you. My Uh, daughter disagrees with all of our choices. She's not agreeing, but um, welcome back to the show. My beautiful daughter, Rosemary. It was interesting, though, because I got a touch of three different people in the vocals i got a little bit of maynard tool town i got a little bit of chino and i got a little bit of brandon void brandon void in the soft boy vocal but yeah this is a solid open the lyric that stood out to me was come to my room in my bed but the whore inside you never goes away wow wow he didn't put that as a line in the uh-huh. did he did he include that one i'm surprised he didn't want to focus on that one no, no, that one didn't. That one didn't make the cut. Oh, that's too bad. When everything is perfect, why is everything so rotten? Made the cut though, because that's a good fucking line. Yeah, you know this. This <laughs> album has a couple all timers. I'd say. I'd say so. All right. All right. Cool. Up next, we've got ugly. <laughs>
DJ Worm. DJ Worm. <laughs> He's back. Oh, man. DJ Worm. I just, man. Loving DJ Worm. I love that that they were like, hey, DJ Worm, I know that you're used to cutting and stra- scratching, and it would just be in both channels equal, but what if we made it pan back and forth between the left and right channel? Oh, that's a classic. That's a classic move. There you go. Is that a Lifeson? Is that a Lifeson special? I don't think that's a Lifeson special, but I there are lots of albums that I have from around this time that that was like, I don't know if they just like figured out that you could do that. It's like whoa! <laughs> all the produ- all the new metal producers just texting each other like, dude, left to right channel and back again. <laughs> this is gonna fuck your game up. I pro- I mean, I've never made an album, but if I do, you better oh, man. Is, believe. Is there a new metal producer text thread like Howie Benson, Jordan, Josh Abraham, uh, Ross? <laughs> just all just <laughs> Ross is like, please take me off this list. <laughs> Toby writes in the like, let's all get along. <laughs> you all have different opinions, but we got work to do. Yeah, right. Did the top of the song sound like Helmet to you? Yes. A little bit of Helmet vibe in there. I wrote, we are rocking. This DJ is earning his keep. And the guitars, this is such a dumb note, but I wrote, the guitars sound really cool. <laughs> and the bass is nice and chunky. And it has a bit of like new metal 101 about it. But at the same time, it's like getting the job done in such an efficient way that I'm not mad about it. Like sometimes you want it to be new metal 101. Like fucking do the job. There was a, there was a moment in the first, I know we're only two songs in, but there was a moment in the first song where I was like, Put the stamp on it, generic new metal. Mm-hmm. In this song, if I'm A and R, you know, and I'm on a record label, I hear this one, and I'm like, ah, there's a little bit, there's a little bit more, not X factor, but there's a little bit more to offer in a song like this. There's a little bit more personality too, right? Where yeah. I'm just like, okay, I could see this hitting. I sure hope there's not a national catastrophe in a, in a month. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's just like, listen, this is it. Six albums. Just give me six, okay? Just give me an easy six, okay? Yeah, DJ Worm did say that once they were signed, they were told that they needed to like slow their style down to appeal to more people. And he wasn't really feeling it. Um, I obviously don't know what they sounded like outside of this, uh, except for the the one song that we heard as a cover. Hmm. Um, Follow-up cue. Yeah. Do you mean... That they wanted them to, I don't know, broaden <laughs> their audience. I mean, you know, what? sometimes <laughs> you gotta broaden your horizons. You gotta broaden things up a little bit. What if uh I was just thinking about something? What if women had like eight tits? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, okay. All right, okay. <laughs> Let's expand on this. I'm All right, with you. okay. I'm, I'm with, with you. you. All right. That was the beginning and end of my thought. <laughs> okay. Just All wanted right. to float it out. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh man, oh, man. eight tits. Eight. eight. I don't even have eight hands. Oh shit. I'd um. have to grow more hands. <gasps> more mouths. More mouths. <laughs> I, I think they I think they were trying to broaden their audience. I definitely do. I definitely agree as well. Uh, um, go ahead. I'm ready. All right, let's move on. The next song is boring. DJ Worm! DJ Worm! <laughs> Oh, come get some hands. 
oxygen worm in the back scratching it up. DJ Worm featuring Lifer. <laughs> he really uh, is the. He's the X Factor of this he's group. He's the X Factor. He's that thing you need. Who is this? I mean, here's the thing. No disrespect to DJ Lethal. Listen, a master of the form. But the X Factor of that. I mean, Limp Bizkit have two X Factors because they got Fred and they got Wes. But is DJ Worm like the first like real X Factor DJ that we've heard? Where like you're noticing him more than anybody in a good way. That's see, that's the crazy thing. Cause I was gonna say, like, I've heard like significant other, or there's a YouTube video that pulls apart significant other, mm-hmm. and I literally made the hand moments movements for it for yeah, Lauren, just because yeah, yeah. you yeah. can figure out what I was saying. Yeah. He puts in so much to every song, but it all feels like of a piece. Of a piece. Yeah. Like he's cutting and scratching and inserting samples and inserting stuff, but it all feels of a piece. DJ Worm is like performing. It feels like in a different ass in a different way. He yeah. Well, his whole thing is like I'm making my scratches. Like that is the sound. I'm not going to try. I'm not looking to do samples. Like the scratch using the scratch as percussion, using it as texture. And I love DJ Worm. You know, I've always been pro Worm. I'm very pro worm. Right. But I never thought that I would be pro DJ worm. And yet here I am. Apparently worms in any form. I'm on board. Yeah. Jenny, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I thought it was each one of these songs has been so distinctly different. Mm-hmm. The only connective thread is DJ worm. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I guess I wonder, are they just like throwing whatever at the wall and just figuring out what sticks? Each of these songs I have thought was fine, but they're all very different. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, who is Lifer? Who is Lifer? Who is Lifer? Abandoned transition, it feels like. Yeah. Going from... Well, it sounds to me like when they made this record, they weren't even Lifer. They were still Driver. And then they were forced to become Lifer. So and Alex Lifeson was like, you can keep the her, <laughs> but you got to have part of my name. <laughs> and Sonner doesn't make any sense. And Alexer doesn't make any sense. Lifer. Done. Wormer. Worm- DJ oh. Wormer. Oh, DJ. That's the DJ Worm and the crew. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, it's DJ, DJ Worm, Worm and the boys. Uh, there it is. There you go. Uh, this is, as as far as I can tell, this is a Wake Up Sheeple song. Um, Ooh. Yeah, if you're going to snooze, you lose and don't forget it. And if it happens again, guess you're never going to get it. Boom. Why isn't that... Pull that one out. Put it in your liner notes. Why don't more people say if you snooze, you lose in their songs? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, where's Jonathan Davis with that one? If you snooze, you lose. You never know. Yeah. New uh, record. New record. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what's going to come up on the new corn record. You exactly. Snooze, you Definitely lose. not dealing with personal strategy. No. Strategy? Uh, strat- personal strategy. Personal strife. Songmeetings.com. Three comments. Vogren. 137 said these guys are from my area and they rock check out one of their shows there pretty good pretty good pretty mm-hmm. good yeah everyone basically agrees that um they're pretty good they're pretty good and they got cool shows and then stepped on bitch rolls back in mm-hmm. and says hey guys if you like a lifer you should check out stepped on 
they're from the same area in PA. I just thought I'd let you guys know, so go check them out. Smiley face. Step down, bitch. You're a fucking plant, all right? I thought you were cool. Glug, glug, glug. Who's thirsty? Wow. Man, You're down. thirsty, bitch. Yeah, very thirsty. That's okay. So a uh, lifer is from Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, it's near Scranton. I was just looking oh. it up and I realized why am I researching Wilkes Bar? I'm like, hmm, who's that named after? It was named after some kernels. Um, but and it's 72 degrees and sunny there right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really gr- got into it. You the- are in the minutiae. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is a is a beautiful day in Wilkes Bar. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's just Google Earth. <laughs> Taking a virtual tour of Wilkes Bar. Let's just see the sights. It looks like a lovely, uh, a lovely place. And then I was surprised to find that Boston is north of New York City. I thought it was south of it. So my geography is all over the place. Uh, <laughs> that's what I know about the East Coast. There you have it. Was this was this the single? Boring was the single, I believe, because there's uh, one music video. I am not sure. Yeah, I did. I did you did. did you watch the music video? I did not. Oh, oh, boring was the video. Boring was the video. It's interesting, is that, and I'm not a prude. Okay, no but, one here <laughs> is saying that you're a prude. Okay, but I had this thought. Maybe it's just a dad thought. I'm watching this video, and Nick, he's a very handsome young man. He's got so much shit in his face, so many piercings, <laughs> and I was just like, "You're a handsome boy." What are you doing? You don't need to do all this. It seemed it seemed very overly over the top aggressive in that in the whole look. Yeah. And in the thing though is that through all of the piercings, through all the look, he's still like a cute guy. And it's like almost like he was like, I can't be the front man and be taken seriously if I got this baby face. So I gotta do some shit. And uh, that was my big takeaway from that music video. Give me Too the little Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted so many piercings. I used to draw pictures of myself with like eyebrow piercings and my like labray pierced and all of that. Then I got my my septum pierced when I was like in my twenties. It was too late. I was like in my middle twenties. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. One time I pulled it out of my nose and threw it at someone I was dating when we got in a fight. Whoa. It was very aggressive. Jenny, you are the most <laughs> hardcore person I know in my life. Oh, I God. was certainly aggressive. <laughs> uh, I will say that. Sorry. You motherfucker. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, I was wow. just like, fine, motherfucker. Sorry. Wow. John Marcioni. All right. Okay. He's still alive. I almost said R.I.P. He's <laughs> alive and he's doing well. He actually came to one of our live shows. Oh, all right. Lovely young man. Uh, all right. Enough about me. Uh, <laughs> let's listen to the next song on this album, which is called Swallow. Welcome back to Tool Town. Welcome. Also, who left this window open? Because there's so much wind. <laughs> That's the repair job we're doing today in Tool Town. All right. I, I know we're recording this album, Alex, but could we just shut the window, please? Uh, uh, no. No? Sorry. Right. We got to keep the window open? Okay. Fair enough. Just so much whistling wind. Yeah. I'm putting it in the left and then the right channel. Oh, okay. Cool.
DJ Worm. There he is. Uh, Jenny, thoughts on Swallow? Uh, not my favorite song we've heard so far. Um, the the wind was very funny to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, super dramatic. Definitely got Tool Town vibes. Um, I don't know. These lyrics. These are okay. These I wrote in my notes. This is the most come talk that we've encountered in a song in a long time. Wait, what? So this song is literally about um, basically that having, swallow. Yeah. It's yeah, it's about having sex with someone that you don't have any feelings for. And basically, you know, they're they're lying to each other and it's like I lied to you, I lied to you, fuck me, and then spit it out, pull it out. I come when I'm amused by you. I'm I you know, it's yeah, it's um and then it's like I might be in you, it might be masturbation. And I was like, Oh shit, this is all very literal and then things get um I mean really, for lack of a better word, they get a real relative ash. Yeah. Near the second half, where oh, wow, yeah, where we're talking. Do I want to read these? I'll, I'll just read it. Okay, I'll just read it. On your skin, on your lips, on your tongue, in your mouth. Do you spit? Do you swallow? Jesus Christ! It might be in you. It might be. It might be masturbation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll never know. Yeah. Eight comments on this song. <laughs> um, Surprising restraint. Yeah. Uh, All eight, better, each one better than the last. Yeah. You, you are not wrong. Uh, Suicide is Painless says, this song is fucking amazing. This song is about having sex with someone you don't love. Thank you. Shadows in the Dark said, this song kicks ass. It reminds me of something I've done. <laughs> this is like my all-time fave song. Wow. Uh, Barcode 0000 says the song is about how he tells a girl that he loves her so she will have sexual relations with him. Thank you for being very... (laughs) Barcode 0000 is also a robot. Yeah. (laughs) If you are unaware, this song is about a man trying to have sexual relations with a woman. Uh, I like this one from, uh, I think it's Tim Boskater. Oh, Tim Boskater. Timbo Skater. Got it. <laughs> Took me eight, uh, eight tries on that one. Who said, it's about lying for sex and head. Duh. Uh, Adrenaline says, this is the one song that made me and my friend roll on the floor last year. It's just meh. No comment. I do like it, though. It holds memories of last summer. <laughs> so. But then that comment was from November 26, 2007. On February 22nd, 2008, Adrenaline came back and said, hmm, funny. I look at it a bit different now. It does have something more in it. So somebody spent their Christmas vacation reflecting on last summer and thinking, maybe, maybe, maybe things weren't as fun as I thought. You know, you and your friend are just young and carefree, goofing around, having a apparently sex without love summer. And then you go and spend holidays with your family. You're like, what am I doing? I got to go back to song meetings because I'm feeling different about this life or song. It's very true. It's almost like I'm impacted when I impact others negatively. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm going to go jack off into a sock now. (laughs) See you guys later. Yeah, that's classic uh, Christmas vacation activity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's very. It's a, it's, a it's a holiday tradition around <laughs> oh, these parts. Oh my god! Yeah, Absolutely. I jack off into socks my whole Christmas vacation. 
It's tough for a woman. It's tough for a lady. But, tough for a lady. But I do it to honor Santa. Um, <laughs> Santa comes to your house. He's like, what are you, why, are, why are you doing this? This is a Christmas thing, right? Isn't this like a tradition from Botswana no, or something? <laughs> Nobody does this. They don't have. Yeah, well, maybe I'm starting a new Christmas tradition. <laughs> I just have dank socks around a Christmas tree. That's where they hang above the fireplace, right? Well, you know, I was thinking dank socks on a plate instead of milk and cookies. Oh, no, say Merry Christmas, Santa. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think you hang the stockings by the uh, fireplace with such care? You got to dry them shits out. Yeah. The Am I, comes are we the <laughs> only family that, that jacks into yeah. our stockings? I'll tell you, my first Christmas with Mitch's family was a little awkward. <laughs> uh, wear your guys' socks. Yeah. Oh, I, by the fireplace. Wear your jack-off socks. I need to jack off into the sock. Uh. That's, that's, that's where naughty or nice comes from. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Uh, up next. Oh, man. Got a song called No Need. Fucking hands in the air right now. I got him up. Okay. Oh, there's DJ Worm. Don't worry. DJ Worm is never far away. No need to not say this is a praise and worship song. So this song gave me a big whiff of butt. Oh, for some reason, I thought you were going to say boner. I mean, <laughs> this song gave me a hot rubbery one. Listen, <laughs> listen, I know it's not Christmas, but I'm going to need a sock. Love this song. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> L-O-L-L-It. Lots of love. For Lots this of love for this song. Oh, man. Um, no, I got a big whiff of butt. On this, um, on this one, like on the verses, I was like, "We have this chug," but I'm getting like a whiff of butt, and the chorus comes, and it's total, uh, yeah, praise and worship, but also butt rock, like total, like it felt very creedy. It's booty worship. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> it's my duty to worship <laughs> that booty. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Um, maybe I do have a big boner. Um, boy. <laughs> um, there's also we didn't get to, but there is a part with chanting monks. Which was uh, <laughs> another one where I'm like, that's got to be a life's in touch, you know? Or he was just like, you got to get some chanting monks on you this. You know what was that awesome right here? Monks. Monks. You guys you guys into monks? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Love monks. Love a monk. Um, love the show, monk. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. What if it was a bunch of chanting double track Tony Shaloubs? Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, I was on wings. <laughs> Jenny, what would you think of No Need? It definitely sounded like the kind of song you write to play on the radio. Mm. Um, I thought it was fine. 
uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's, I also, yeah. while listening to the song just now, put it together that Alex Lifeson was there when they did the come song and i wonder what he thought about that <laughs> very unlike anything there are no come songs in, in the entire discography of rush rush have a lot of albums they do i would say the closest thing to a come song they have is probably in the mood from their first record oh they got it away they got it out of the way real quick yeah and it yeah i mean i guess if the woman or whoever they were talking to responded to the call of being in the mood then could potentially go to a coming place. (laughs) But uh, I think that's probably the closest thing. All right. Although I'm sure there's some dude, there's some rush dude is like, dude, there is a, there is a track on their 14th album (laughs) where they, uh, I, perhaps you want to read my thesis paper. (laughs) Kubla Khan is come. Um, Um, on the B side of the Hemispheres album and the Japanese release, there is a song and it's just called Come. It's hidden in the middle of a different song. And it's completely backmasked. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you're a Rush fan. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I bet you can't name any of Neil's equipment beyond the standard stuff. <laughs> What's his hat made out of if you like Rush so much? <laughs> I feel like that was not a grab that has been said to you. I don't I don't know if anyone's ever literally said that to me, but people what? have definitely like weirdly been like gatekeeper like you know that we can both like Rush, right? Right. <laughs> like there's not I a mean, we can spot. honestly like Rush for different reasons if need be. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No this, need. No need is uh, definitely a broaden your audience track. It is. This this does not sound like new metal to me. This sounds much more straight ahead rock. Hmm. I I've heard this on an Aerosmith record. You know what I mean? Like I've heard this Whoa. song. You used through Aerosmith down here? <laughs> Man, are you honking on the bobo over there? <laughs> oh yeah. I have this tiny harmonica uh-huh. that I've been playing all night. But no, this just feels like big anthemic chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight ahead mid-tempo rocker. That's it. That's it. That's it. What do we got next, Jenny? Up next, we've got Parade. Wow, we are in Tool Town with this one. Yep. Oh yeah. Incredible level of Tool Town, and I like I, I like that the the first lyric is a emphatically screamed. It's raining. I actually genuinely liked that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. it's uh it, I didn't know what he was saying when I was just listening to it, and then I got the lyrics, and I was like, oh, it's like uh it's like somebody walking outside and they didn't pack an umbrella, 
And it's raining. Yeah. And they're pissed. It's right. <gasps> this has a super teenagery lyric in it that I love. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roses turn black when I am blue. Fuck me. Well, fuck you too. There it is. Oh, it's yeah. raining on your parade. You better go back inside before the big one comes and washes us all away. The big one comes and washes us all away. That's a classic tool trope. <laughs> They're always talking about the big one coming and washing us all away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So um, a thing we need to mention about this is that the record label got nervous about the swears. And so they released the album with all of the swears covered. So every version of this album is a clean album. Because mm-hmm. I did my first listen on a CD and I was like, shit, I got another clean version. But then I went on uh, streaming and found, nope. They cleaned it up on every single copy. Yeah, I uh, I was into this one. I mean, it's Tool Town with scratches and some rapping. You know, that's a that's a that's a peanut butter sandwich for me right there. So peanut butter chocolate sandwich, I should say. So, Matt, you look quizzical. I'm thinking about a peanut butter chocolate sandwich. Yeah, this is a classic <laughs> sandwich everyone eats. <laughs> Yeah. Are you talking about a Reese's peanut butter cup? No, I'm talking about a peanut butter chocolate sandwich, Matt. You take peanut butter and then you put a piece of chocolate on it and put some bread and then you eat it like a normal fucking human being. <laughs> oh, that oh. thing all of us have had. All of us are eating it. Yes. Right, right. now, someone's listening to the show being like, I'm chowing down on one of these right now. Right. Getting my socks ready for Christmas. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, the 10 days leading up to Christmas, you eat only peanut butter and, and chocolate, chocolate sandwiches, sandwiches and crank into some socks <laughs> that's right ankle socks sure whatever Soccer you need socks hey have you got enough <laughs> <laughs> make it special for you exactly yeah, it's really about personal expression mm-hmm. more than anything uh all right up next we've got new And it makes me big again In, out, around my head again Yeah, and I'm never getting up Cause I don't wanna leave the day My situation declines The tension rises So I wrote in my notes, riffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got some riffs here. We're riffing. We're I like getting, a good riff. We're just getting into those riffs. You know, I, I've never played guitar, but I got a feeling that sometimes you just pick up that guitar and you don't want to strum. You just want to crank some riffs out. Jenny, does Mitch ever just crank some riffs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he borrowed a... A pedal from somebody that we work with. So oh. he's been he's been riffing. He's been riffing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He riffs all the time. Does he riff in the house or does he riff in the garage? Does he oh. have like a riff place? There's no border <laughs> or barrier to his riffs. He's, <laughs> he, he riffs all over the place. <laughs> uh. Uh, <laughs> Maddie, okay. He, I'm fine. He, he mostly riffs in the front room. Oh, okay. That's where his amp is. Is there um, amp? Talented uh, guitar player. 
That's sweet, Mitchell. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you think of this one, Jenny? Uh, I actually really liked this song, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's it's very much the type of song that I think I'd normally say was not for me. Mm-hmm. And this album is kind of all over the place, but I think that they're very talented, and you. It doesn't surprise me that they gained notoriety and got popular doing covers Mm -hmm. um because i think what is missing for me in these songs is like a sense of who this band actually is but they're excellent at channeling other people yes and i i really i liked the song i thought it sounded good um i'll probably never listen to it again but Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i think that's the thing is that there hasn't to your point there hasn't been that song that is like that's lifer it's DJ Worm that we call out that really has added more to their sound. And I don't know if it's for positive or negative. I think it's for positive just because it's like, oh, cool. There's that guy. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that is part of it because um, you have yeah, you have all the things going, but without that. And and I guess that maybe that's the other thing is that like all these other bands, the X Factor is the vocalist or the guitarist. And, and like if your DJ is your X Factor, then maybe you're maybe you're in a little bit of trouble perhaps yeah oh you know what i just realized too Mm. um so there was like all sorts of strife in the band like once their songs weren't hitting like uh mark left to join another band from wilkes bar breaking benjamin oh Uh, holy shit i guess that worked out for him uh i i don't actually don't think he stuck with the band for very long um dj worm did leave too but uh lifer continued to make music and they changed their name again to uh my downfall but it's camel cased which means that like the first word is like all you know yeah lowercase yeah yeah and then downfall it looks like a it's giving me some some work feelings because mm. you camel case stuff when oh. you're right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just a little something. Wow. A little peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they changed their name again. And I think it's very, very clear that they don't know who they are. One thing that I got out of this song though, is that it's uh, clearly like a drug song, uh, clearly dealing with that. There's a lot of anguish in these lyrics. Um, Nick is going for a very smooth boy vocal, but also a lot of anguish. But um, over the finale, he's like, you know, really emoting heavily. And DJ Worm is just scratching the shit out of it. And it's it becomes inadvertently hilarious because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm just trying to think of like, like what's like a, like an incredible it's like a like, like candle in the wind, you know, and then just somebody's just like, goodbye, Norma G. And you're just like, I don't know if it's almost like somebody should have been like, DJ Worm, not not right now. Just let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you're great. We love you. But this song is, I don't know, tonally right for. Yeah. Some he's scratch he's got to cut it up or he goes nuts. <laughs> That's right. DJ Worm. Has to fucking cut it up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next up. Disbelief. I'm like clutch for the DJ. For the DJ. <laughs> Oh, 
there a second chorus? Um, yeah, I believe it comes up in the second half. The shit's got unbleeped here. Okay. I've got, I've got parental advisory explicit content. What is here. going on? I could do nothing but a clean version. God damn it. God. Sorry, Lauren. Can you believe this shit? This dork listened to this album without <laughs> swears. I'm a fucking nerd over and here. And you say you're a lifer fan <sighs> and you've never heard the album with the swears? Listen, you guys, listen. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that I just didn't do. I don't have the Nas touch. Okay. Just find these swears. Okay. Dude, I'm a real hound for swears. <laughs> you just, I mean, the, you told me on your first date with Catherine, you're like a little bit about me. I'm always looking for swears. Always on the hunt. Always woof, on the hunt. Woof. So, like, while I'm talking to you, I'm also going to be listening to see if people around us are swearing because I'm checking for it always. Yeah. If there's a swear, I'll hear it. Mm-hmm. Trust yeah. and believe. Absolutely. Trust and believe. All right. What do you think of disbelief, Lauren? Um, Outside of being <laughs> having your mind blown by the swears. <laughs> literally almost fell out of my chair when I heard undeep <laughs> shits. Um, I, uh, I wrote that uh, DJ Worm is earning that check. And this is about a self-centered narrator telling a former lover that they never loved them. Wow. But I felt that this song needed more crunch and actually... Less scratching. Oh, but if DJ Worm can't cut it off, he goes crazy. <laughs> Listen, I know, I know. It's 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 he's like a shark. You know, he got he has to keep moving. He has <laughs> to keep scratching, keep or he'll die. Yeah. But I mean, at a certain point, I was like, can we just take a minute? Take a minute. I here's the thing. At this point, he's already proved himself. DJ Worm, proven. Take a minute. Go to the water cooler. Take a breather. Take a nap. Dude was like, "No, I'm scratch it up." So yeah. I'm here. I'm yeah. scratching. Yeah, I'm living. I uh, yeah, I like this one. Once again, like you said, has a clutch vibe. It's a little jaunty. So once again, you have you're reminded of another band while you listen to it. Not a bad facsimile. And really, I think we're learning the real life or touch is DJ Worm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, this would be just a straight up clutch cover. But it's like DJ Worms over there. Maybe that's why DJ Worms like it's gonna sound like Clutch if I'm not on this. <laughs> Guys, I have to cut it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, yeah, <laughs> if I don't cut it up, I'm gonna go crazy. Guys, we're gonna do a parody of the cowbell sketch with DJ Worm. <laughs> More I would, not. I would, I would, I wouldn't pay to commission that sketch because it would only be funny to us. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, oh man, that's the one. Alex Lifeson, as played by Christopher Walken, walking in saying, This song gonna need more scratches. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, never say never. Cock of the walk. <laughs> Lifeson. Lifeson. Wow. Oh boy. All right. Up next, we've got Blurred. <laughs> Copy of my rules, your sister. Oh, 
Listen, you guys know I love DJ Worm, all right? I love him, okay? Yeah, he's, he's a buddy. He, he's a buddy. He's doing what he's doing. He has got to stop it. <laughs> oh, no. Because this song, as much as it is, it, this is a radio track. Like, this is a track for radio. This is a hit to be. But with all this scratching, I think I, I think it undermines it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think it. It's just too much. I think this this could have been an easy radio single with that chorus. That's a real in the pocket chorus, and he's just scratching like a motherfucker. Which I mean, I get it. It's part of his nature. But <sighs> look, you brought me here, and I brought these turntables. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm gonna do the most basic cut in the world. The what you know, the fresh cut, the 1980s fresh cut. What's that thing they say? Never, if you invite a vampire into your home, you have to be invited in. And once yeah. they're in, it's like all bets are off. Right. Maybe that's what happened with DJ Worm. They're like, hey, would you like to DJ in our band? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want that? Yeah, we'd love to have you scratching out some you songs. Are sure? Yeah. Yeah. Once I... <laughs> You're cutting and scratching right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can talk and scratch. <laughs> Super talented. <laughs> I believe the DJ Worm talks and scratches by the amount of crap scratch. Yeah, look, guys, I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> Transform. <laughs> oh, that me. was pretty good. <laughs> you know you me. Did that with your mouth. That was good. Energon cubes. Uh, um, Jenny, what did you think of Blurred? Uh, I agree with you. It sounds like a radio song. It's just that the scratches are too much. Apparently, this song is about. Um. Uh, what is his name? The guy that sings on this? Nick. Nick, his dad coming up to him after a show after they'd been on MTV and giving him a business card. I mean, like we should talk sometime, but he hadn't been around since the dude was like a toddler. So there it is. He oh, meant boy. it. When he, that's the other part of this that made me laugh. It's like he's probably like super earnestly like singing this <laughs> shit. DJ, where I'm just like, like whenever I think of that, I think of. Uh, Kevin Bacon on the cover of Light or People magazine for Footloose, uh-huh. and then all around him is the guy that actually did the dancing in Footloose, like in multiple poses. <laughs> like here he is trying to have a like this is my moment, big breakthrough, and then there's just like a guy like who dance pose, dance pose, splits. Oh, poor Kevin Bacon. Oh boy. All right. Up next, heave. I'll give it to him. I'll give him an activate. All right, activated the kid. Listen to my sketch up to the floor. Try to think about something. Need a change. Because everything looks the same. Only one of us can remain. I'm not changing. No, never for you. But some people look good on me. They're going in, 
boys. They're going yeah. in. This is a different band entirely. They're just like, um, why don't we just do a Pantera riff? Why don't we just do a Pantera riff? Like, why not? This kind of reminds me of like early Mastodon. Like, oh. I can't remember if there's a song that it reminds me of. I meant to go look. It's either on Leviathan or, um, oh God, what is the first one called? Uh, remission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, think I know I'm getting a blood and thunder vibe now that you mention it. Oh, you know what? That might be it. And that's on Leviathan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got yeah, I got a little bit of Pantera that one step. I'm like, mm, that's a little fill. Yeah. The the vocals on this. Tough. Where are those? And then we have just like a like a siren? Siren oh, DJ, <laughs> DJ Worm. DJ Worm was in trouble and they just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Help me over here. It's it's the boy who cried wolf. It's the the worm oh, yeah. who couldn't stop scratching. Um, so once again, I thought there was only a censored version of the song. So hearing the uncensored fuck, thank you, Matt, for your cons- your, your unwavering search for swears. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Thank you. It was really really tough for me to put it into Spotify. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely not using anything to play these songs. I'm I'm thinking that maybe Apple Music, which is what I use, was for some reason getting all clean on me for some reason so yeah i don't know i don't know but this um this is the uh song in which the some people look good on your knee on their knees but you look the best is from yeah this one's good this is a good one hot i like it i mean there's not as much scratching because there's more sirens yeah so sirens and anger yeah i'm on board you know i just realized that i've been imagining something this whole time that you two can't know that I've been imagining, but I keep thinking of DJ Worm as the worm from the Richard Scary book. He <laughs> 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 climbs out of that apple and he's got yeah. two dirt tables and that, that, hat a lot of that little Robin Hood hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is the only way I can imagine DJ Worm moving forward. <laughs> There's no other way to imagine DJ Worm. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep doing it. All right. We got a couple left here. Uh, Up next, we got Not Like You. Incubus vibes. I thought it gave me big boy eats, uh, boy hits car vibes. Okay, I like I, I honestly was like, there is something about 
this line of I'm not like you, so you don't like me. I don't know, like Brandon Boyd, I feel like would never like Brandon Boyd's like, we are all one in the universe. Right. Liking me, not liking me is immaterial because we are all one. We're made of the same stuff. Yes. We are made of stars. We are made of exactly. That is true. <laughs> That's right. Um and um and it has a good grind. The drums sound good. I thought here's the thing. Lifeson, production wise, I mean honestly, could have rained in DJ Worm a little bit. He's a slippery boy. But I mean, production wise, this is a pretty sharp sounding record. Um it has the has a nice chorus, you know, put your arms out, you know get excited but yeah the vocals I'm starting to lose me a little bit with this one jenny uh yeah this this one wasn't really for me um but people liked it on song meanings oh did they ever they sure did um there was a comment by wicked tinkerbell that i really liked <laughs> yes um, there she is she says this song is awesome i love nick coyle's voice but I can relate to this song, like the part that says, I'm not like you, so you don't like me. I'm not like a lot of people I know, but I don't care if nobody likes it, me a lot. It's their problem that they go ahead and decide they don't like me before they even know me. But who cares? LOL. Anywho, lifer <laughs> kicks ass. Yeah. That's a wicked Tinkerbell right there. Yeah. Dude, Tinkerbell showed up and just dropped some truth. That's right. It's like... You're you're a wicked Tinkerbell? Oh my god. I used to live with a couple of my my dude friends when I was uh when I was much younger and one of my roommates had this girl come over and I saw that she had like a, a bad like fairy sticker on her car and I was like, dude, that girl's going to be nuts. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Anybody who's into like wicked fairies is fucking crazy and he was like whatever he dated her for years and it turns out i don't know if she was nuts but she definitely had like the personality of a person who's into wicked fairies and i was like i fucking called it (laughs) which is super duper helpful and encouraging (laughs) things are falling apart for this guy jenny's like fucking called that shit later bye i told she had that fairy on her car do you remember do you remember i told you the first day she came over i did and every time he'd be like Oh man, this thing just happened. I'd be like, I fucking knew it. Hey, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say it to him, but I was just like, yeah, I fucking told you, buddy. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, all right. Are we on the last song? No. No? Not yet. <laughs> no. Because I haven't asked. Oh, I'm sorry. My How mistake. respectful of our time is this album? Uh, this album comes in at 52 minutes and 45 seconds. So is there a secret track? Uh, no, no. Ooh, yeah, it's just uh, it got the lifes and bump. <laughs> hey, listen, most Rush albums are pretty long, right? Mm. No, not it depends. Okay, the early ones went on records, and they were like, oh, they had to keep it short. <laughs> Your time constraint. Yeah. They have like long songs. Okay, like the twenty one twelve overture, for example, is like very long, but it's broken into several different. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I, I I stopped being interested in what I was saying in the middle of it 
<laughs> I just wanted to be done talking about uh, it. I, we t- wow, Jenny is tired of talking about Rush. There I'm you tired have it. of myself talking. <laughs> so, do you, do you ever just like start saying something and then you just like are like I don't feel like saying this yes, anymore? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll just stop. Absolutely. People are like, "What are you saying?" I'm like, "I doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I got over it." Um, <laughs> I think we're both fine. We're good. All right. All right. Cool. The last song is called Breathless. Is there any genre of music with more breathing issues than new metal? It's <laughs> a great cue. Don't breathe. Sure. I can't breathe. I'm suffocating. And no, buddy. No, buddy. No, buddy. No, buddy. No, is the trouble <laughs> I've seen. Oh, boy. Um, Y'all doing okay? No, buddy. We're no. all upset. <laughs> Oh man! So this one is very interesting. The um, that opening drop gave me like huge Godsmack vibes, but then the vocal is this sort of weird mix of like a flaw mixed with almost a wannabe Jonathan Davis, mm. and then we go into this smooth boy chorus where nobody can breathe because they're suffocating. It's too bad. And yeah, it's um, it's like maybe maybe just a lot of new metal bands have asthma issues. Could be. And these guys just need an inhaler. Yeah. Stat. Mm-hmm. And DJ Worm is like, I'm using two hands to scratch. <laughs> You're going to need life sync. Can you hand my boy an inhaler? Because I'm scratching. DJ Worm is scratching with his worm body. You're right. Two separate areas of his worm body. Does he scratch with his head and his tail? I was imagining that his head is up, but he's like kind of like folded himself. Okay. Right. Like he so looks that, like, like a his- W. Sort of, yeah, and then yeah, he's like got like it would be like his belly and his tail are oh, scratching, okay. and his All head right. is bopping. Mm-hmm. 
so he can still see the crowd rocking. Yeah. yeah. If anybody wants to draw this. <laughs> yes, I would love to see. I would like to the see. The weird thing about DJ Worm, yeah, is that the crossfade is actually behind him because he has to have this body. He has to have his head up, which means he has to snake down so he can scratch with this one. Okay. But then his body comes back to the crossfade to crossfade it. And then he has the body come back up to the other turntable. So it's like a tri- he's like in a triangle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Worms are incredible creatures. Oh, man. All I know is that. It would be a tragedy if DJ Worm accidentally ran into the new metal stork <laughs> who would eat him. <laughs> oh, the classic new the classic new metal stork. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so It'd be um, too bad. Yeah, if it rains, you better stay the fuck inside. Yeah, yeah, dude's out there. Jenny, what'd you think of Breathless? Uh, I thought it was a, a decent closing track. It wasn't my favorite. Um, I did. It was. I did like his vocals on the like when he said "suffocate." Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of something. I, I couldn't quite uh, put my finger on it, but um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I mean, I I like a an upbeat rock and closer. I appreciate that. They could have gone the ballad route, and they didn't do it because also, you know what? They might have had a ballad, and DJ Worm's like, I can't scratch in a ballad, and they're like, You're right. We just gotta scrap it. Um, I like this comment from Apocalyptic Delirium on songmeanings.com. It's got an incredible typo, uh, which is a great song. Kick-ass fade out, too. You want a hard song to lose yourself in? This is your white in shining armor. Your white? Your <laughs> white. <laughs> yeah. I hope that they figured out. Yeah. Your white in shining armor. Your white in shining armor. Um, and then um, Disturbed Christy said, this song is so great. This is the first song I've heard of theirs, and it rocks. The beat is awesome, and I lose myself in this song. People are losing themselves in this lose song. Lose yourself, buddy. The band reminds me of another, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. That happens a lot. Disturb Christy. <laughs> Don't you worry. Don't worry. Um, Matt, any thoughts on Breathless? Um, you know what? The same thing has happened multiple times in this album, where he starts singing, and I give myself... Real oh brother eyes. Like, here we go. And then <laughs> rock and roll happens. Um, I just have a correction. There is a secret song on this album. Yep. Oh, there is. Yes. At four silence. At 420. Oh. On this. Oh, 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 oh. It's perfect. Called, it's called yeah, it's called perfect. With silence. It's its own track. Mm. Wow. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's uh take a listen. I mean, they're gonna I love I love this. They have this secret track, but they still made it seven minutes, so I have to fast forward and guess where it 420. is. 420. 420, bro. Let's see what happens here. Wow. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Weed Lord Lauren. <laughs> weed Lord Lauren. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm a weed lord. <laughs> Okay, so it's an acoustic slow boy. Yeah, I wrote acoustic, very emo. Jenny? Um, honestly, I never listened to that <laughs> song. I didn't know it was there. So uh, I agree with you. All right. 
Well, there you have it. That is the album. That is Lifer by Lifer is now the part of the show where we talk about canon talk. Talk about the canon. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed listening to this record. Uh, I thought it sounded great. I think that they're a good band, but there wasn't anything in here that felt distinctly lifer to me other than TJ Worm. Um, and that wasn't really enough to give this band like something that was like what I would consider to be a distinctive sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did like Heave. Um, I thought that mm-hmm. was a cool song, yeah. but it's like not to the point that I think that it should be in the canon. I There wasn't anything about this that seemed essential to yeah. me, mm-hmm. um, so I would opt not to put it in the canon. Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I wrote this is not a bad album. These are very easy listens. Songs like Ugly and Boring are fun to listen to. They're just, yeah, they're just like a step, just a step under essential. Like if somebody did hear this album and they like new metal, they would be fine. But um, yeah, it's, I think also just there's there's weird details that hinder some of the songs. Some of the vocal choices aren't always like where I wanted to be. And ultimately there is just too much scratching. <laughs> like DJ Worm, 100% respect to you. You're very good at what you do, but sometimes there's just too much of you. Um. And you know what? And it definitely rocks, which I think, you know, is important as well. But ultimately, uh, yeah, I would say not in the canon. Not in the canon. The pizza delivery guy that just got here? <laughs> in the canon. He's definitely in the canon. He's in the canon. He's in the canon. It doesn't go in. Right? That's, that's, it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. All right. Well. Then uh, that is the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Un- <laughs> oh, wait. Really accommodating pizza, man. Keep this part in. I'm going to keep it in. We got pizza and wings. We got pizza and wings. Really friendly delivery person. Mm-hmm. He just said, "Yeah, whatever works for you." Yeah, how <laughs> yeah. accommodating. All right, all right. Until next time, Jenny. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.